Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this week's Smackdown breakdown and review. So much to go through, so much to talk about. This was a taped show, but I was able to avoid spoilers. And so that meant that I could just enjoy it as if it was a normal week's episode. And I have to say, I mean, there was still some really fun stuff in here. And I think maybe a few little surprises that people hadn't even heard was going to happen. But we can go through it all, take a look at it all, and make sure that we cover everything. So we start with the bloodline. We start with uh, Roman and Heyman, and they're talking about next week's match. Obviously, we're building towards that big tag match. It's going to be Roman and Sammy taking on John Cena and Kevin Owens, and we got a fired-up Sammy promo. Sami Zayn was really fired up, said that he just can't shake Kevin Owens and that their names are constantly being linked together. And basically, he's had enough. And so he sent a warning to Kevin Owens. He sent a warning to John Cena. And it was really passionate. I mean, you can see him here. Actually, even gets through the ropes, looks right down the camera, steps in front of Roman. Real passion. It was so good. It was a great segment. I even said at the time, I sort of feel like Sammy has found everything he's looking for. He's looking for respect. He's looking for a place to belong. And the bloodline has definitely given him that. So at the moment, like, I don't want them to split. I don't want this to be over. This is good for Sammy. Sammy is getting everything he wants. And you know that a turn is coming. You know they're going to turn on him. But um, oh, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen because Sammy is really enjoying himself in the bloodline at the moment. And uh, the bloodline are seemingly treating him very, very well. But uh, we did go into our first match and it's Usos against Hit Row. Uh, of course, uh, top dollar, the talk of the wrestling world last week. Um, but uh, sadly, I don't think he'll be the talk of the wrestling world this week. There was no botches uh, to uh, enjoy Match was all right. It was actually fairly short. Uh, Usos picking up the victory. It was for the tag titles, but uh, Usos quite comfortably retaining. Then we went into the gauntlet match. Now, this is obviously a really good way to eat up a lot of time um, without like using lots of different uh, competitors. This is a six-woman gauntlet match. So this match obviously ate up quite a bit of the show. We started with Emma and Zia Lee. I've included this picture because of the sheer disrespect. Look at Zia Lee and her knee. Look at Zia Lee's knee uh, on the face of Emma. The way that she's pinning her, she's kind of like digging her knee into her face. I thought that was so disrespectful. And um, I, I like it, though. I mean, it's quite vicious. It's quite brutal for her character. And uh, she did it again as well. She did it once again when she pinned Tegan Knox. This one, uh, I think the camera angle didn't look as brutal. Tegan seemed to be selling this and just seemed to be out. But the Emma one, you could see she was in a little bit of discomfort of being pinned that way. Uh, so Zia Lee doing well at the start of this gauntlet match. But uh, eventually running into Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez with that brace on her arm, I was really surprised that they allowed her to compete with that. It, it is a weapon. 
if she was to catch someone with it, even inadvertently, like it would do some damage, you would imagine. So I was really surprised they allowed her to compete with that uh, uh, that elbow brace, that arm brace. Uh, she got a win over uh, Zaylee, as we said. Then Liv Morgan came down. She did a noogie. She had uh, Raquel in a sleeper hold, and then she did a noogie on her head, which was only momentarily. But I did just manage to catch it. it did make me laugh. There's not there's not enough noogies in wrestling. But uh, there's Liv, uh, great in the top of uh, Raquel's head. And uh, she unfortunately wouldn't last uh, too long. She would then get pinned by Raquel Rodriguez. Then we went forward to, I think, what we thought was the final match. Uh, and that was going to be Sonya versus Raquel. And Raquel won that as well. So the winner of the gauntlet match, Raquel Rodriguez. Or so we thought, because Ronda came out and said, you haven't won anything yet. There's one more person and down came Shayna Baszler. Now, this is a part of the show that I would score down just because, you know, Raquel is injured anyway. She's just managed to beat three people, even though she's basically got one arm. Um, and now you've got a fresh Shayna Baszler. There is no way she should be getting past a fresh Shayna Baszler. So uh, Shayna comes down, grabs a hold of the arm brace, rips it off. Uh, damages Raquel's arm. She's um, holding up the arm brace and celebrating. And then from behind, she gets rolled up. One, two, three. Raquel Rodriguez wins. This, to me, was a bit of a flat way to end it. I don't mind Shayna being added, but I would have had Shayna win the match. And then maybe Adam Pearce could have said, look, Shayna was never meant to be in this match. That result can't stand. Raquel is still the winner, and you are still going to have to face her next week, Ronda. Like, I would have done something along those lines. That would have protected Shayna. We still would have got to where we needed to get to. The uh, heels plan would have been foiled. Um, instead, this just doesn't do anything for Shayna Baszler, does it? Doesn't do any. It makes her look so stupid. The fact that she just got rolled up and she... Um, you know, allowed this to happen, if you will. So, yeah, if there was to be a bit of a downer tonight, I'd say this is definitely one of those moments. Uh, then we went to the Bray moment. Now, I have already done a separate video on the Main Wrestling Days channel, so check that out if you haven't seen this part of the show. Um, we're not going to spend too long on this as a result. Uh, is Bray vindicated considering last week we saw him and Uncle Howdy seemingly as separate people. Uh, so that was the question as we went to commercial break. When we came back, Bray was in the ring and he was talking. Uh, and he was just saying, like, you know, it's unusual for him uh, to have, like, feel like the excitement of people. Uh, he doesn't know quite how to act. He was very much playing up that Wyndham character, that, um, that nice side of him. Um, and so he was playing that side up. He said, L.A. Knight owes me an apology. Uh, and he said, like, be honest, a lot of you thought that Uncle Howdy was me, didn't you? And uh, for the record, I still think he's Uncle Howdy. But um, he was like, the truth is, I'm not Uncle Howdy. And then he started to lose his train of thought. Then he started to lose what he was saying and what he was talking about. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he snapped. He just seemed to go down onto his knees. He just seemed to change and then attack 
a cameraman. The cameraman seemingly didn't do anything wrong. And uh, Bray just like went over, grabbed him, put the mandible claw on, which is noteworthy because that's a, a move that's kind of connected to the fiend. And so uh, he put the mandible claw on. You had Adam Pierce coming down. We don't know what the result of this is going to be. I don't know if he's going to be fined or suspended, but yeah, quite an interesting segment here. Bray Wyatt clearly not in control and uh, the fiend, dare I say, being teased. Then we got uh, Angel out of Los Lotharios and uh, he was taking on Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio picking up the win. The bigger thing here was the fact, though, that uh, in the crowd was Karrion Cross and Scarlet. So they were watching in the crowds. And, um, you know, it seems like we're building towards a match between those two. We would see Scarlet again and Karrion backstage. They would bump into Emma, who I think was over her disrespect now uh, that she suffered from Xia Li. Uh, they bumped into Emma. Emma slapped uh, Scarlet, basically saying, like, I can't believe how disrespectful you're being to Rey Mysterio. And uh, what was it you said about Riddick? And that's really interesting because Riddick is the name of Riddick Moss, Madcap Moss. So it seems like we might be moving away from Madcap Moss and going towards Riddick Moss as being his name going forward. Maybe there'll be no more Madcap or maybe Emma misspoke. The only thing is, because this is pre-recorded, if they wanted her to do it again, they would have just got her to do it again. So I don't think she misspoke. She said Riddick, and I think she was meant to say Riddick. So looks like Riddick Moss is back on the way rather than Madcap Moss. It also felt as well like that is going to be a match. I'd imagine a mixed tag match is probably coming up and we should see Scarlet getting involved. Uh, Carrion did say, you have no idea what you've just done which kind of very heavily teased Scarlet getting into the ring. Then we saw uh, Lacey segment. She was training. Obviously, next week we're going to see her, but uh, she seems to be doing this Marine thing. So that was just another vignette that like that. We even got a John Cena vignette as well, where we were just seeing like John Cena, what he's achieved and everything. Obviously, his return next week is going to be massive. Then we went to our main event, and this was the Miracle on 34th Street fight. And this was Imperium taking on Ricochet and Braun. Um, this was just Christmas holiday fun. You know, it's one of those where you switch your brain off, you watch it, and it is what it is. Um, there was a one bit where they opened up a human-sized uh, present, and out came a ballerina. And she did a bit of dancing and then just left. So that was summit that happened. Uh, then they went over the other side, opened up another present that was human sized. This time the new day came walking out. And as I said, you have to switch your brain off here because if I'm Imperium and I see the new day and it's clearly the new day and they're wearing their NXT tag belts come walking out of a present, I'm probably going to hit them before they hit me first. You've got to know that they're not here uh, to just, you know, uh, celebrate Christmas. They're definitely going to physically get involved somehow. But uh, Imperium just sort of, I, I don't know, Imperium acted like they thought these were toys or robots. Like, I don't get it. Imperium seemed to not recognize these as actual people. I, it was so, I don't know. Again, 
you have to switch your brain off. Switch your brain off. It's Christmas. This was a big, fun, stupid Christmas match. That's what it was. New Day did get involved, uh, of course, uh, physically. And uh, that allowed Braun, who you can just see over on the left-hand side if you're watching this on YouTube, buried under a Christmas tree. It allowed him to get back up to his feet. He then uh, went charging after Imperium, started knocking into them, the uh, old Strowman Express. Uh, Ricochet was down. Braun grabbed him, grabbed some mistletoe, grabbed Samantha Irvin, and then said, quick, Samantha, come here. He got Samantha to kiss Ricochet. Ricochet burst back into life. The kiss of a good woman. Love at Christmas. Uh, restoring, reviving Ricochet. Um, that could be a gimmick, you know. Uh, that could totally be a gimmick that they do where Ricochet is flagging a bit and he's struggling and Samantha gives him a kiss and boom, he's right back into it. So uh, he came right back alive then. And uh, it meant that, of course, Braun and Ricochet would go on to get the win. And you can see uh, there that Giovanni Vinci blood coming down the side of his uh, face. I don't think that was meant to happen in this fun Christmas match. But uh, it was a street fight. And uh, it was it was big. It was silly. It was fun. Certainly at the end of it, we were enjoying it on the watch along. And I really like that Samantha Irvin moment in particular. So, yeah, I mean, look, this show, I don't know what you would score it. I, I feel like it's probably be a seven or something like that. Uh, I don't even know if it reaches those heights, but there's definitely a few talking points here. Um, there's definitely some fun stuff. There's some stuff as well, which... Uh, as I said, you probably could leave, but um, considering that this is a pre-recorded show and it's a Christmas special, it was all right, you know. It was all right. So, yeah, I'd probably end up with a with about a seven. And that's it, guys. Uh, really appreciate the support. We will be back after Christmas with these reviews. Uh, obviously, our next show is going to be the Raw Year in Review. We'll try and do a bit of a review of that. It might be a bit tricky because I think it is just clips of the year. Um, but then, of course, we've got NXT on Tuesday and uh, SmackDown again next week. And next week's SmackDown is going to be absolutely huge. Uh, John Cena, Kevin Owens taking on uh, the likes of Roman and Sammy. And then we've got Ronda uh, defending against Raquel Rodriguez. And we've got Lacey Evans coming back. And I'm sure there's going to be many other surprises in store as well. So next week's SmackDown, absolutely huge. But yeah, have a fantastic Christmas and uh, I'll see you again next time. Bye for now.